I'm your host, Cole, and this is Backwoods Creepy, Strange Encounters in the Forest. Hello again, guys. Hope you're doing well. We've got our little audio campfire roaring, and I've got a story for you today, but real quick, I just want to let you know that the next couple of weeks, we're going to go a little light on the stories because we're prepping for the fall. We're going to have quite a bit of content coming to you this fall, so we're taking the next couple of weeks to prep that, so if your episodes are a little shorter and you only get one story at a whack, please bear with us as we plan to bring you quite a bit more during the spooky season. All right, get something to drink. I've got a good one for you today. I distance hike when I can. Sometimes this means getting up early or staying out late to get as many miles in as possible. Sometimes, walking in the pitch dark with a low-light headlamp gets pretty spooky. But I grew up in the woods of this area. I've slept under our canopy of stars more nights than I can count. I've trekked thousands of miles of trail, riverbank, lakeshore, ridge, bottoms, bogs, and creeks. I've hunted the game. I'm establishing this because it's important for you to understand that I've heard, seen, and smelt just about all this region has to offer in the way of wilderness. My scariest experience, though, happened at about 4.30 in the morning. It was late spring, so the first morning light wouldn't be visible in the treetops for another 30 to 45 minutes, until full sunrise. I'm in a low bottom that's wedged between two steep ridges. The trail I was on was narrow, muddy, and completely hemmed in by thick underbrush, young maple, and old oak growth. I was focused on the small light from my headlamp, just one step after the other, completely zoned out. Then I heard a loud crack, and I froze completely solid. This is the part that I have trouble describing. 4.30 in the morning in springtime means that I'm the only thing making noise. No birds chirping, nothing. Just dead quiet. Mid-step, I froze. When fight or flight kicks in, you have these immediate instinct thoughts. The thought that instantly flashed in my mind as I stood there balancing in silence was, if I hear that again, I'm turning around and I'm going back the way I came, in a hurry. Why, you might be wondering? Well, because that sound was not a branch breaking. It wasn't deadfall, it wasn't a widow maker. I was damn sure I had just heard something intentional. Hearing it twice, well, that would mean get out of here. To describe it as best as I can, it sounded like a decent-sized wooden stick being violently whacked against a smallish tree. More of a fungo bat-sized stick than a baseball bat. The distinction in my head being that this sound was a crack and not a thud or a thump. And I've described it as 
explosive in the past because it was so sudden and so terribly loud. I had the sense that it was about 50 yards directly in front of me, and it was loud and clear, intentional. Now, as I stood there completely spooked, I realized the soon-to-be worst part of my situation. I knew where the sound came from, and I knew where the trail went. In about 30 yards, I was going to come to an 180-degree turn and start up the ridge going away from the crack. This meant, as soon as I got the courage to move towards this noise, I was going to have to turn my back to it and get up that ridge. This obviously made me very nervous. My head was somewhere between meth-fiend murderer and (laughs) Bigfoot bludgeoning. Minutes passed, and I just breathed my foggy breath into my glasses, and, and I listened, and nothing. Dead quiet again. So I got about 20 to 30 minutes until first light, I cranked up my headlamp, and I started to slowly creep to the 180-degree turn. Now, when you wear a headlamp in the woods at night, every tree branch in front of you casts a big, black, moving shadow on the trail, which certainly didn't help my nerves. I got to the turn and quickly made the bend, and I was moving pretty fast at that point trying to just take tiny, shallow breaths so I could listen while humping it up the trail. And that's when I smelled it. A stench hit me that I just can't describe. I just imagined wet, rotting death. I've actually worked scenes where humans have expired in a a past life as a firefighter, this was like days-old decomposition, but it, it smelt just a little strange, a little off. I kept walking fast, and by the time I made the top of that ridge, I was huffing and puffing, and the first light was starting to show, so I felt a little bit better. But I certainly didn't stop moving until full light was out and the birds were chirping. I've heard it all in our woods. I've smelled it all. I'm telling you, I don't know what the hell that was. Deadfall, and especially leafed out branches, they make a lot of noise on the way down. I've heard it many times. With this, nothing. (sighs) Ah, I don't know. Alright folks, thanks for listening to Backwoods Creepy Strange Encounters in the Forest. Today's tale was from a deleted poster. Again, we want to hear from you, so send us your stories at backwoodscreepypod at gmail.com. Ideally, your story happened to you in is at least a thousand words. Follow along on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Backwoods Creepy for videos, hikes, live streams, and inside the podcast news. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps the show get more listeners, which helps us get more content out, which helps you guys pass that commute just a little bit quicker. 
To support the show and help keep the content rolling, go to Patreon and search Backwoods Creepy. As a patron, you'll get episodes early, special patrons-only content, merch, and more. And keep in mind, like I said at the top, the next couple of weeks will be a little light on the content as we go through August, because we are prepping for spooky season come September. So, thanks again for listening, and remember, when the woods go quiet... Listen.